We tend to think that busyness and productivity is what matters most. No. Living life on purpose, living a life of meaning, investing your time that in a meaningful, positive, long-term way that creates the greatest outcomes, the most positive results, that is what matters. My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and you're listening to Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and yet very strategic choices that all of us can make in order to become the very best versions of ourselves. Today, Casey Greenerwald and I talk about one of those strategic choices, and that is to make the time. Three words, simple words, strategic words, to make the time to do those things that matter most. Enjoy this episode. Casey Greenewalt, my young apprentice, who over these last several years have become a mentor to me. I'm excited to have this conversation with you today. I learn as much from you as you learn from me. So kick us off. Our three words for this podcast episode. Well, first of all, thank you. That was very flattering. And make the time. Make the time. Let me just say this. I'm going to set the record straight once and for all. Listen very carefully. Listeners, viewers, I say it all the time, but I want to say it again. You are not a slave to your schedule. Let me say it again. (laughs) You are not a slave to your schedule. I I can't tell you how many folks that I interact with, my children, my friends, my colleagues, clients, who will say to me, I just, I have to do this. I don't have time or I'm a slave to my schedule. I I, just, no, we're free. Well, first of all, your schedule. So you're not a slave to it. It's yours. That's right. (laughs) One of the things I learned quickly from you, it's funny you said that. You are, uh, at the beginning of every week, am I right? You take a look at your whole week and you schedule out what's going to be going on and what's going to be happening. Well, we did an episode, Design Your Day. We've talked a lot about this, right? Being intentional with designing the parts of your day that are the most important to you. Um, I I love this because it's like, it's kind of an adventure for me. I've taking this same, same practice. So on Sundays kind of schedule out my week, Uh, but every night before I go to bed, I look at my schedule and kind of see what's tomorrow. Mm. And uh, one of the things you said, you're not a slave to your schedule. What happens during the week? People ask you to do things, right? You're going to get asked on Monday to do something Tuesday. You're going to get asked on Tuesday. If you're free Friday, those things are going to come up and those things are going to happen. Um, And if you're anything like me, you want to say yes. You want to be able to to leave and have space to be able to step into those things. But so often our schedules are so jam-packed with things that we have Mm -hmm. to do that we don't actually have the time to say yes to those things. Or we we do, but it's not a whole lot of time and we don't have any margin and we're just moving from thing to thing to thing really fast. And we're not actually able to be present in the moments where we are doing something because we're looking forward to what is next. So that's the problem, right? Is we all have right. a lot going on. So what's the solution? I, I, for me, I think the solution is that word intentional, planning it out. Um, and also too, one of the things that I found really helpful with this whole idea of making the time, I set timers. If you have a task or something that you don't like to do or that you yes, know is going to be just right. gut-wrenching for you, just set a timer on your phone. You could do anything for 30 minutes. It's It can be the worst thing in the world, but you can do it for 30 minutes. Take a break, five, 10 minutes, come back to it knock it out for 30 more minutes. That's just a side note. But making the time, I think it's ultimately about being intentional with your schedule. Because if you're not, you're just going to be like, what what time is it? What am I doing next? But if you know what's going on throughout the day, you can even schedule time to be free and be open. Go ahead. And there are more, there are 168 hours in your week. And we tend to think that we're so busy. Yes. And that there is no time. It's a lot of hours. But if you run those minutes, if you run those hours and think about, okay, so if you took eight hours of sleep every night, yeah, 56 hours a week. If you do, it, it's amazing. I've done this exercise with so many people and they're shocked. I was like, what else you got? Yeah. What else you got? What else you got? Well, yeah. I got school. I got yeah. 40 hours a week of a job. I have this. I have 
I'm training for this. I have fitness. I have workout. I have meals. I have three meals a day, yeah. four meals a day for some. Yeah. And then it's amazing when you get to the end of adding all that up. It's like, I can look back and go, okay, run the math. You still have 37 hours a week to do with anything you choose. It's a lot of and hours. They're like, that's impossible. <laughs> no, let's let's do yeah. the math. Maybe you, that's actually three words podcast in the future. Do the math. Do <laughs> because we can yeah. make the time. We have more time than we could than we can imagine. I'm a pretty busy person. I usually have a lot going on. So I will say that. I sometimes you say if you're not busy, you're bored, which now I think about that. I don't know if that's good advice. <laughs> but anyway, I, I usually have a lot going on in my life. But recently I've decided to uh do a triathlon. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do a triathlon, just to sprint triathlon. So if you're familiar with, if you're a triathlete, um, you know, the sprint is like the intro to triathlon. It's like a 5k run at the end, half mile swim and a 15 ish mile bike. Mm-hmm. So it's fairly like all of those things are like, Oh, I could do those, but doing them back to back to back is the challenge. Therefore I have to train. Training is now something I have to find time for. I have to make the time in my schedule to train. And honestly, it's kind of fun. Every Sunday I look at the week and it's kind of a puzzle. It's like, all right, I got to run. I got to swim. I got to bike. I got to do each of those two days a week. And one day a week, I'm going to do two of those things. That's awesome. And so trying to figure out and put time, put them in the right spots um, and trying my best to stick to that time. But here's the thing too. Things come up. Uh, unexpected things mm-hmm. will happen. I, I've been recently studying a, a philosophy called stoicism. I don't know if you've ever, yeah, you fan? I'm a huge fan. We'll talk more often camera about it at some point, but, uh, stoicism is kind of the idea that you can only control what you can control. And sometimes there are things around you that don't go the way that you had planned, but you can still use your schedule, still use the tools that you have, use your priorities, use what you think is most important and adjust, adjust your schedule. For example, today was like, Hey, 30 minutes. Can you do 30? You know what? I can do a 30 minute change. Let me move this, this, and this, but I have all of those pieces already played out and, and planned out in my schedule that it's not, uh, let me think about that for a second. Well, you're not going to be able to keep track of what you're thinking about. You've mm-hmm. got to write it down. I feel like I say that in every podcast, but you have to write yeah. these things down. It's so important to do. Absolutely. Sure. Well, and one of the things I think as well, if you're familiar with Stephen Covey and the seven habits of highly effective people, yeah. let's make sure we're making time mm-hmm. for quadrant two yeah. activities. Because yes. again, you and I talk a lot about becoming, mm-hmm. uh, not just doing, but becoming at the end of our lives, the people we want to become. But oftentimes when we need, we need to make the time, not just for the urgent tasks, mm-hmm. but for the important tasks. What, can you give me some examples of that? Of course. So yeah. again, quadrant one, right. there's quadrant one, two, three, and four. And mm-hmm. I won't talk about all the quadrants, but quadrant one is where we spend most of our time, right. which are urgent, important things, Correct. which are getting to work on time, right. doing that project, right. uh, paying our bills. Pay there's bills. urgent, yeah. there's, they're important things. Totally. They're not, not important, right. they're, they're, but they're also urgent. And anytime you don't do something in quadrant one, there's probably an immediate consequence. Sure. Why didn't you do that? Right. Why is this not done? Yep. The bills aren't paid. Yeah. All the different things. Uh, quadrant one tends to drive us. We tend to react to quadrant one. Quadrant two, we tend to proact on. So quadrant two is not urgent and important. It's not urgent and important. But typically, Casey, the things that are in quadrant two are the most meaningful things. Mm-hmm. Journaling, mm. rest, right. dates with that significant other, meaningful conversations with friends, connections with our family, yeah. financial planning. Right. So quadrant one, pay your bills. Right. Quadrant two, long-term financial plans. But so much that's happening in quadrant two, you have to make time for. Do you find as you plan your week, one of the things that I, I recognize um, is a lot of those quadrant one activities, I can actually get done 
pretty early on in my week. Uh-huh. And it leaves me a lot of time to be able to do those quadrant two activities or do a triathlon. Like, <laughs> and particularly for those of us who design our days, yeah. design our week. Yeah. So if you've not listened to Casey and I's previous podcast on design your day, it's very practical. But if you design your day mm. and you plan out your week, you're right. You will get quadrant act one activities scheduled in yeah. in real time frames and you'll knock it out of the park. Yeah. But then you have this other margin right. that you could, well, you could choose to go to quadrant four, yeah. which is not important, not, not urgent. urgent. <laughs> so it's scrolling, yeah. Netflix, things that you don't need to make. T- yeah, that's right. Binge right. watching Netflix. Yeah. You don't need to make time for it because you'll, you'll spend the time doing sure. it. But the stuff that you need to make time for. Important, but not urgent. Important, yeah. but not urgent. And yeah. you're right. You're never going to get to quadrant two. Mm. The stuff that really matters yeah. if you are not able to manage and, and organize and yeah. schedule quadrant one. Growing up, I feel like I saw a lot of the adults around me uh, consistently in that space. Like it feel like they were always like burning rubber, trying to move on. Like, got to make dinner, got to pay the bills, got to get to work on time, all of those things. And it's like, man, I, I, yeah. no wonder, like no wonder I, I see now a lot of those same people um, living in a space where they have regrets, which we've also yeah. talked about before because they didn't take the time to plan out their day. Cause when you get those quadrant one activities done, it, it is I, even some of the younger people that I work with and mm-hmm. I'm younger, but we have some younger, younger staff who are in their early twenties. And I, I see that's their biggest struggle is they, they are struggling to get the quadrant one activities done. And my, my advice is always like, are you scheduling out time to do that? Or are yeah. you just hoping that you're going to find some margin throughout your day to get those things done? Cause things are going to come up and they're going to feel urgent and they're going to feel important. And and that's going to fill your time. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, I didn't get any of those things done. I really wanted to get done. <laughs> well, in the generation you talked about, the older folks, that's uh, me. <laughs> well, and this is the thing. Generally that, speaking. Generally speaking. Yeah. But he, but here here's what's sad about that. And let's go a little deeper on this. Mm-hmm. The reason that we talk about, I'm doing this, 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 mm-hmm. is because we wear it then as a badge of honor. Yeah. We tend to think that busyness yep. and productivity is what matters most. Mm-hmm. No. Living life on purpose. Yeah living a life of meaning, investing your time that in a meaningful, positive, long-term way that creates the greatest outcomes, the most positive results, that is what matters. Right. But I, I think the reason that we tend to say, wow, that's it. We like to be told, we like to have the reputation. She's a hard worker. Yeah. <laughs> He's a hard worker, right? Yeah. But what if I'm working hard on the wrong things? I, and again, I this is a my quote. I've heard it somewhere. I can't, don't even know who to attribute it to, but how sad it is, how sad it is to climb the ladder of success your whole life, only to realize at the end of your life that the ladder's leaned against the wrong wall. <laughs> and I think that's what we're seeing yeah. with a lot of folks who just basically work, 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 mm. work, work without making the time mm. within that 168 hours a week, yeah. um, making the time to do that, which is most important. So maybe a good next step for people listening is to just simply audit your time to audit your week. Um, again, where we talk about reflecting, yep. it's really important to do reflecting on your time. Where, where do you spend time during the week? Look back at last week and say, okay, from Monday through Sunday, what, what did I do? And where was my time spent? And then maybe the following week you can plan out the next week and go, I want to spend time other places. Cause I'm not seeing that time I'm spending pay off to what I actually want to see happen in my life. So maybe for the, some of you listening, maybe that's a good next step for you to yeah. do. Well said, sure. my friend. Yeah. So again, for those of you who are listening, for those of you who are tuned in to our YouTube channel or a podcast platform of any sort, I want to just say to you today, never again, never again are you to say to yourself or to others, boy, I wish I had time for that. Or I don't have time for that. Your schedule is your schedule. You are not a slave to your schedule. You get to decide. You get to decide 
what choices you make in the 168 hours of your week. And our encouragement, Casey and I together, would be this, to make the time for those things that matter the most. Don't get to the end of your life with regrets. Don't get to the end of your life wondering, should I have, could I have, but actually make the time to do the things that, yeah, you're passionate about, that create the greatest sense of purpose, that include the most people and meaningful connections, because those are the things that most matter. I like what Casey said, audit your week, design your day, make the time, beginning now. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.